most of us in the salon industry have heard of a sales consultant or sales rep representing uh, various brands. They come in, sometimes they come into the salon or into your shop and they talk to you about what your needs are. Other times they're a phone call or over the internet that you communicate with these people. Well, what you don't think of is that they have quite the perspective of the industry as a whole. So today I have Tatiana Kaufman, direct sales consultant with Cosmoprof of the DC metropolitan area. And she's gonna share with us one, what it's like being a sales rep for those of you who are thinking about making a change in your career. And two, in the next step, next time we talk with her, she's going to talk to us about what she sees as trends in the industry from a business perspective. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I am your host, Robert Hughes, and I am talking today with Tatiana Kaufman. Tatiana, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me here. I'm good. How are you doing? Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm doing well. Thank you. And, um, you know, I, and as I mentioned in our little opening, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of students that I talk to that or stylists that are thinking about making a change in their career. And I actually had a student reach out to me not that long ago saying, you know, what other type of things can I do with my career if I decide I don't want to be behind the chair or maybe don't even want to finish going to hair school? You know, not that I, I promote that, but that's a question that was asked. And, uh, you know, it seems like what this work that you do uh, might be another option, another avenue for somebody who maybe might not have a license or maybe has been in the industry for a while and they want to make a change to get back from behind the chair. So I thought it'd be interesting to hear, one, how'd you get into doing what you're doing? And uh, two, what it's like, what a day in the life of, you, of what you do uh, is exactly how it goes. Yeah, no problem. Again, thanks so much for having me here. This is really exciting. And uh, uh, yeah, this is um, this is a very wonderful and complex industry with a lot of opportunities and possibilities for uh, people like myself, who is not a stylist uh, or not a licensed cosmetologist, um, but also for anybody who is a uh, stylist or they decide that they don't want to be a stylist anymore, they don't want to be behind the chair anymore. So. This uh, industry is uh, very awesome in that aspect that it has a lot of opportunities and I'm glad to be able to share some of my story with you guys. So thanks again for having me. Um, so I am uh, a sales rep with Cosmoprof where my official title is uh, um, direct sales consultant. Um, and I service uh, uh, Washington DC uh, metro area. And I've been doing this for uh, full four years. This is actually my fifth year doing this. And uh, I'm very uh, lucky to be in the position that I am. I met a lot of uh, wonderful uh, stylists. I met wonderful people across my journey, including you, Robert. Um, we met through uh, me actually, you know, cold calling on your salon and trying to establish that relationship. So. Uh, that's basically um, one of the biggest things that I love about my job is that I get to meet a lot of people across the board. Um, so yeah, how did I get into this? Uh, well, I um, uh, was in the salon uh, as a uh, front desk administrator uh, before this, and uh, my life kind of threw me into this mix. I uh, worked closely with our sales rep uh, when I was uh, um, helping with inventory and uh, other administrative stuff in the salon that I used to work previously at. So um, I 
enjoyed working with my rep and I liked um, what she's doing. And I always thought to myself, hmm, I wonder if I could be good at it. And then the opportunity presented itself. So I definitely uh, jumped on that opportunity. And uh, here we are uh, going on the fifth year. <laughs> nice. Um, so you were, uh, you were working in a salon. Uh, what, what were you doing in the, what were you, what was your, your role at the salon? So I was a uh, front desk administrator. Okay, cool. And uh, basically my role started off as a part-time front desk uh, receptionist. Um, I personally uh, never really had any desire to be behind the chair. It's something that I, um, I know I can't do. <laughs> um, uh, I have more of the drive for the business and administrative stuff. And so when I was able to evolve in uh, the front desk position and then become uh, a little bit more of a, you know, administrative uh, position, uh, that was something that spoke to me more. Um, and uh, that's the journey that I was um, discovering and learning. And I was always very... Um, eager to know this business because it's very different from any other businesses. So, uh, so you're working, you're, you're, you start off at the front desk, you move into administrative uh, position, and then you're communicate, working more directly, I guess, at that point with the sales reps. What, how exactly did the, uh, the position present itself? Um, well, uh, the, it's a, it's a complex answer, honestly, uh, because I really don't remember how it happened. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but um, I do remember um, that uh, curiosity um, opened up in the, ooh, how is it going to be if um, I were to be on the other side of it? Um, and uh, I did not know much uh, about different brands and the different uh, opportunities that present within the, the role uh, until I uh, got into the role that I am at right now. Um, and quite honestly, some of the brands that I represent now were fully new to me. And it was really awesome to, uh, to learn them, to get to know uh, that aspect of the business. Um, but there's always, uh, if we're talking about the opportunity, how does it present itself? Um, I'm a firm believer if there's a um, curiosity, something will start presenting, the opportunities will start coming. As long as you are curious about something or want to know something, then uh, you just start uh, seeing the articles, the posts, the information, and then you start paying a little bit more attention to it, maybe when you in the past we're not paying attention to that. So that's basically how it, uh, how it happened. And, uh, and I'm here now. <laughs> okay, so speaking of uh, curiosity, what for anybody that's interested in what it's like uh, as you're doing what you do, um, why don't you give us a little bit uh, insight into a day in the life of a cons sales consultant for a product uh, company or manufacturer distributor? Um, so, uh, yes, there are different roles that uh, direct sales people take on, whether you're working for a manufacturer or you're working for a distributor. So um, I'll be sharing um, a distribution uh, model of because I do work for Cosmoprof, which we are a, um, a distributor. We work with a lot of different brands and we represent a lot of different brands. Uh, so uh, 
that has that opens up a lot of uh, windows for con communication and conversation because we have so many different options. It's not just one thing that you're walking in with. Uh, and uh, uh, as me being a curious person, I am uh, always very open-minded and uh, you rarely will see me walking in with bags of product if I've never met you before. Um, because it, to me, I wanna get to know uh, my, uh, my potential customer or even a potential new friend uh, before I can go in there with you know uh, bags full of information. Uh, but to describe the day of my life, uh, I would say it's hectic. Uh, because we uh, we juggle a lot of things at the same time. Uh, you are on the road a lot. Uh, uh, you are behind the computer a lot. Or you're texting a lot, calling a lot. Uh, so it's a very multifunctional uh, role. And uh, every day is different. <laughs> and uh, uh, being in the distribution can be as rewarding as it can be challenging. But at the same time, uh, no matter what job you're doing, and especially when you're starting with something, it's not always going to be uh, fruitful right away. You have to put a little bit of time and effort into everything that you're doing, whether you're uh, starting you know, as a stylist, whether you're starting as a sales rep, whether you're um, starting as a dentist, like you still have uh, some of the things that you need to work on before you can uh, feel comfortable in what you're doing. Okay. So let's, let's say just like a hypothetical day. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you, you know, do you go visit uh, your, your salons every day? How many days a week do you work? So I work, I want to say almost every day, but I do give okay. myself uh, a Sunday to spend uh, with uh, my family or just to do nothing quite honestly. Um, but uh, yes, I, I consider that I work every day and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't find it as being like a big burden for myself personally uh, because I also understand the other side of the salon. So just to give you like a little example of like how my day looks like, um, I don't go on the road every single day, but when I do, my days are a little bit different. So like on the days that I am on the road, um, I usually have um, the appointments that I already preset. And if I do have times in between, I will pop in into uh, some of the salons to say hello. But most of the time I value my client's time and I value uh, your client's time. So I don't want to just show up and take away you from your customer as well as um, make it a little bit uncomfortable for everybody. So I try to utilize my visits with salons uh, with purpose. And uh, I try to... Uh, ask you guys to give me at least 30 minutes of your time so I can have your undivided attention. Uh, and that's to me is crucial because like I said, especially in the post uh, COVID world, uh, you never know how customers in the chair will react to additional person in the salon. And uh, their time is very valuable to you guys. And I try to respect that with you as well. Um, on the day oh. that I am Hold sorry? on, sorry. Okay, so that's days on the road. We're going to go into days not on the road. I, but I wanted to just say something. Uh, I really appreciate you saying that because there's been so many times that somebody has just popped into the salon and everyone's busy and they want to talk to you and it's just like awkward. And, and sometimes you want to talk to them, you know? And sometimes it's not just like, oh, I, do, I have to feel like I need to make time for you. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? There is something I wanted to talk to them about. And face-to-face -face communication in my, for a lot of the things that, you know, I like to do 
is preferred. And so I really appreciate you saying that. that it could be the situation where, you know, I might send a message like, hey, I'm going to be in the air. I'll just pop in real quick. So kind of just to give the awareness, like you don't have to go away from your customer if you if, if, if you don't have time. But I'm just I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> come say hi. Yeah. Um, and that's something that uh, to me personally uh, uh, was, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess, I don't know, I don't know how to elaborate on my words properly at this one. I don't want to, I don't want to annoy anybody with my uninvited presence. But at the same time, if I'm in the area and I don't stop by, I feel kind of terrible that like I didn't pop in just to say hi. I totally so get that. It's one yeah. of those things where you just kind of have to play your cards right. So you were about to say a day in the life of, uh, uh, of Tatiana that is not on the road when you're not on the road. So when I'm not on the road, that's where I actually get to do a lot of um, that nitty gritty work. So, um, you know, uh, follow ups, uh, reaching out to the customers. Uh, what I personally like to do, uh, especially with my already existing clientele base, um, after working with them for a couple of years or even like a couple of months, I kind of have a general idea what is that uh, I, they can benefit from or I know what is that they uh, like or dislike. So I can narrow down the uh, promotions that might be applicable for them. Uh, I can narrow down uh, maybe the education that can be applicable for them. Uh, so I try to group it and then I uh, take that time when I'm uh, working from home to uh, either email, uh, text or call them with that information. Uh, because I not only I do have that time to do at my desk, uh, but also uh, it gives me a little bit more of that organization. Um, uh, with, with, as far as uh, placing people's orders, customers' orders, um, that's something that uh, it depends on the day. I can do it as I'm on the road, uh, or I can, or I do it on my office days. Um, but you know, every uh, industry, uh, whether our industry or any other industry that you know we're facing on a day-to-day basis, uh, had been uh, in the way. Um, uh, suffered in a way from the uh, supply uh, chain and uh, a lot of my work is making sure that I can get you guys these products that you're looking for so um, that's where that downtime is where I can figure out okay maybe when is the next truck coming with this product uh, when can we expect the delivery for this product and it's much easier to do it when you're stationary rather than when you're on the road um, a lot of times it could be uh, my Zoom appointments that I have with customers or my uh, uh, phone uh, calls that I set up with customers. Because as much as I would love to see everybody every day and every week, we know that it's unrealistic. And at the same time, uh, I don't want to waste your time and I uh, want to plan it efficiently. So if we need to squeeze in between a phone call just to catch up on what's happening, I'd rather do that than not be in touch or trying to catch you in the salon. Um, but again, going back to um, the, the entire work environment, it's very multifunctioning. Like you are uh, sometimes a hero. Sometimes you are the bad guy. Sometimes you are, <laughs> um, sometimes you have to put out fires, but sometimes you um, have to just accept that there are certain things that you can't control. And uh, uh, I I try my best to communicate with all of my customers uh, within uh, 24 to 48 hours of their request to me. 
if I have information right away, it's usually I do it within 24 hours. And if uh, something that I need additional information or additional time to find that information, I usually notify and let uh, my customers know that I will get back to you. I don't have anything yet. Sometimes it takes longer, but again, it's a, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of juggling. Yeah. sounds so. like it. Sounds mm -hmm. like it's constantly changing and keeping you on your toes. Well, we can say it that way, but I don't want to give it like a um, bad rap for what we're doing. We're um, this job is awesome. I love this job. I, I love what I do. Um, my favorite part um, of this job is being able to meet the people, meet the stylist, because every stylist that I meet um, gives me a gift of new information, gives me a gift of uh, uh, some new perspective. Uh, whether good or bad, it's all gifts that I absolutely enjoy. And it helps me form my personal opinion about how the industry is evolving how industry is changing and without that information i wouldn't be able to to do any of this so and then with this information i can maybe help other salons and stylists uh if they find that that information is beneficial to them which i'm so glad you said that because that is exactly where i want to go with this whole conversation but first before we go there i just want to ask a question um what about do you ever work with any stylists to become brand educators or like uh, product knowledge education? Or do you do all of that yourself? Or like, how does, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I'm sure some people are wondering about that. Sure. So uh, like I said, because I am a distributor, I work with a lot of different brands and I represent a lot of brands and each brand is structured differently. So my role uh, as a sales consultant um, is not uh, necessarily, I, I can't necessarily go and educate for a brand. I can share information and knowledge that I know or that I'm comfortable with sharing based on the knowledge provided to me from the manufacturers, but I can't represent the brand per se. However, when we, the brands that we represent have openings for ambassadors, educators, um, or anything in that field, uh, when it becomes known to us, we share it with uh, our okay. customers. So, for example, you know, if uh, one of the brands that I represent uh, send us an email uh, with uh, uh, a flyer that they are currently hiring for an educator, I will pass it along to all my customers that use this brand because that's for them to choose whether they want to uh, engage with it or not. Now, when it comes down to my, me educating, um, I can only share so much as I know, and uh, if that's considered to be uh, like a like a class in the way, we can we can set it up in that format. But again, I am not uh, representing a particular brand, so what I'm sharing is based on my knowledge. But it's uh, that's why it's 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 a it's a very slippery slope. Like, like usually, if I'm comfortable with sharing some of the stuff that this is enough for the stylist or salon owner. We can leave it at that. But if they need more in-depth information, that's when the class uh, uh, scheduling comes in. And I work really um, tight with uh, uh, all my uh, educational managers with brands. So th those people are the source of uh, that uh, plethora of education. So if somebody 
This is good. So I think uh, we got a, a good understanding of what it's like as uh, to do and doing your job like the, you know, it sounds like it's, you know, it sounds like it's, um, it definitely is, it takes, you know, some focus and some, and some work and uh, it's constantly changing, which is kind of like dissimilar to the salon. As a stylist, I feel like every, every single 45 minutes or whatever it is, is different. You never know what someone's going to walk in with, what the request is, if they're going to hit you with the, I want to change everything today. And, um, and also about the relationship. So I see a lot of parallels here. Uh, the dynamic between on the road and uh, the office stuff was good to hear about. Um, and then also, I think what we picked up here is anybody that was listening to this to hear about alternative careers, um, then they also know to reach out to you or their whoever their sales rep is, where depending on where they're uh, listening to this or watching this in the country, um, reach out to them if they want to maybe get into an ambassador, become an ambassador or something like that. Would you say that that's accurate? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, um, a lot of times, you know, um, uh, we as sales rep uh, reps, we are looked at, oh, okay, what do you want from me now? Uh, which, which is very uh, understandable because, you know, being in sales is, uh, can be uncomfortable for people. And uh, um, uh, yes, we are, you know, trying to show you the new product or give you some new information. But a lot of times we, we have access to um, some information that might be valuable. So if any of the stylists uh, are interested in uh, uh, partnering up with a brand and becoming an ambassador, uh, you can go online and check it out yourself or you can just text your rep or call your rep and be like, hey, do you know if this brand uh, uh, looking for educators or ambassadors? Chances are we will have an answer for that and we can just save you some time on that and just put you in touch of who you should reach out to. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, you heard that and uh, this has been great. Um, so I think before we wrap it up, I would like, um, I like to end each, each of my episodes with a laugh. And I would love to know if there was a, a time when you maybe uh, did something that was not necessarily funny when it happened. Maybe it was embarrassing, but you could look back on it and laugh about it and maybe like an embarrassing moment in the salon or during your doing your job as a sales rep? Um, I'll never forget. Um, it was my first, first years, I would say probably like a second year. Um, and it taught me such a valuable lesson. Do not work after 10 p.m. <laughs> um, I just tried so hard to just, you know, uh, I was on the road all day and I, I was like, I'm going to get home and I'll just put these orders in and I caught myself just rushing through everything and I ended up ordering 20 cases of a product instead of just two. Um, so yeah, I, I was laughing about it in the beginning, very uncomfortable laughter, yeah. uh, but uh, I'm also very glad that um, I caught it on time and was able to fix it. Uh, however, yes, uh, that was uh, that was funny and uh, 
sometimes I'm still reminded of that, but yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Awesome. Well, um, well, next time I want to pick your brain on the things on some of this knowledge and information that uh, you're picking up on the road when you're communicating with stylists and salon owners and uh, particularly in the world realm of business. Uh, but we'll save that for next time. Um, and until then, thank you so much for being on the show. And I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And everybody, if you're listening on a podcast, please give us a rating. Five stars is preferable. Follow us. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell. If you're listening, watching on, on Instagram, please follow us. Drop a comment below. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. And until next time. Take care.